Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hello. Any, any technical difficulties thus, uh, just a thus few. far? I know, it's been a little while and I just forget basic things, don't I? Here we are in our Cooking with Steam kitchen. Yay. We're actually really from the kitchen. We're actually in the kitchen, Cooking with Steam, Preston version. 2.0. 2.0, well... Well, version like 3 or 4.0. I know, we, we changed keep changing. Around a bit, but but that's all right. This one's a keeper. For now, until the next appliance comes along. Yeah, well. So how are you, Paul? All right, ready for Easter. Yes, and you've been getting some cooking on. Yeah, doing a bit because I've got to go away for a bit, so try and get some stuff in the asset bank, as some might say. Oh, I might, Joel might say it that way. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got some recipes coming out. Got an Easter recipe coming out, which I've just finished. So, that'll come out if Joel's the man of his word tomorrow. It's all ready to go. Great. So this is where we took what was, uh, well, a few of our favourite things, one of your favourite things, which is sticky date pudding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my Certainly little is. fella's favourite things, which is hot cross bun. And one of my favourite things, which is salted caramel. And we kind of put them all together. And might I say, yummy. Yeah. Yummy, so we've yummy. got essentially salted caramel filled sticky date hot cross buns. Which... Oh, amazing. Yeah, we made a lot. Like, and you gave many. a lot away. Yeah, oh, it just gets a bit it? much. So I know. No, no. I was, the people upstairs were very impressed. Yeah, so I know there's a lot of hot cross bun recipes out there, so I was racking my brain trying to think of something different. But I wasn't super happy. Like, I wasn't I like, yes, this is perfect, but I, I was like, yeah, this is it's good. So... Well, for a variant on a very old family traditional recipe, to have that little nugget of salted caramel in the middle was just unexpected and a little treat. Yeah, well, something the, different. The salted caramel itself, while yeah. it isn't a traditional salted caramel, we're doing the sweetened condensed milk version where we just basically bake some sweetened condensed milk until it turns into a caramel just to make life easier really I mean as much as everyone says they like to spend some time cooking over Easter and da da da, da we know we know what the holiday periods are like people are short of time and there's kids running around being annoying and things like that so and you're staying in bed getting your chocolates delivered well to you so this that is, you can this is your life <laughs> this is because you've got your Colombian pool boy yes Doug around, so Yes, but Chocolate other than on that, demand, Easter, yay. Yeah, I don't know what we talked about last time. What did we talk about? Did we talk about moving? We were, oh, we were, moving. we thought we were closer with the book than we really are, but we're we're actually at the point now that there's oh, six yeah. or seven photos that didn't match up with recipes, and lucky we well, uh, got that who sorted. Who did the editing? <clears throat> anyway, Paul, let's talk to him. <laughs> call him. Let's do a no. live chat. No, we're not calling Dougie. No, but uh, it might have just been the actual loading up, which might be actually nothing to do with Doug, but his wife. 
Um, oh, good. Yes. So, um, but no, the book is very close. It's loaded. We're just trying to match up a couple of last-minute things, and then print on demand. We're global. The book will be global. The book will be available. And now that we're well, I'll be happier when we get the NBN connected next week. Yeah. And I'll be happier when the internal offices here are actually finished. Yeah, that's your problem. I've but apart my, from I've that, got my cave. I know, you, you're set. You've been set for a couple of weeks, yeah. but we've been falling apart at the seams a I little bit. I can't help you. I know. Because you're so disorganised. <laughs> I know. I wish I'd planned the move from oh, January. Oh, I know. Don't you wish you had planned it? I wish planned I planned it. it. But yeah. uh, we're in. And we've got our mojo back. Yeah. And we're on the edge of press and markets, so we've got some interesting things planned in the weeks coming yeah. up. Well, I mean, we did want to go and speak to some people over there, but given that it is the day before Good Friday, and they wanted we can to, see yes. the traffic outside the door, yes. and it's crazy town, so we'll just give them a bit of a chance. But we'll go and talk to some of the suppliers that we use, hopefully, and maybe even get them over here. We might bribe them over here with some alcohol or something. Um, Coffee. Alcohol, well, alcohol, let's yes. be honest. Um, so we'll get them over here, have a chat to them, see what they're about, see what they're doing. Um, but there's a lot of stuff, like it's probably a lot of stuff that we can do, which we could have done before, but it's just a little bit easier to do. So as an example, Joel got a, because I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, Joel, Joel got a uh, one-on-one lesson this morning about breaking down and boning out a whole lamb so we did that so although my butchery skills are not what they once were they're still good enough so we'll do I'll do a few more of those and then we might do a um, bit of a tutorial show people how to do it because it's actually not that difficult you just got to know what to cut where Um, so it might be a good one for people and be comfortable using a very sharp knife and a hacksaw. And a, oh, and a hacksaw, right. Yeah. Not things that I have in my kitchen second drawer down normally. Sharp knife you don't have anywhere, let's I know. And, and why do we, and we know why, because yeah. I'm always cutting myself. Yeah, yeah. You, but yeah. Apart You'll from cut that. yourself less with a sharp knife, but anyway. Um, so we'll do stuff like that. Uh, but that's good to just, I mean, having the market so close. Um, it's but it's also what to good. do as you and I were talking about it afterwards when I saw you know, the work that you put into breaking down that lamb and, which is a great way for the price of half a lamb for the price of a leg of lamb let's say I mean a leg of lamb a decent sized leg of lamb that will feed four people is going to set you back let's say 40 minimum $40 would so, you agree? yes a good yes a no. good fresh so to get a whole lamb for about 120 so you're getting two legs, That's two Melbourne, shoulders. That's Melbourne, Australia prices. Yeah. Two legs, two shoulders, neck, shanks, saddle, racks. Like, there's a heap of yeah. product there for what takes, you know, about an hour to fully do. Like, and I do go to the next level where I bone the shoulders out all the way for Joel so it makes it easier and um, you know half an hour hours work it's pretty economical and I always I'm very much a believer of like it's funny actually this came up the other day when I was at the market I did post a photo to some friends of mine when I was wandering through the market and I might put it on Instagram 
actually. Maybe Easter's not the best time given the topic, but I did walk past a shopping trolley full of pig's heads. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, but it's just but, like, visually. So, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah well, you know, that's why visually. I took a photo of it, because yeah. how often <laughs> are you going to see a shopping trolley full of pig's heads? Not very often. Nonetheless, I am in agreement with using the whole animal. Yes, yes. Um, and we have done Absolutely. a pig's head terrain. Which, which was really tasty. Yeah. I was a bit sort of like, oh, really? But then when I had some, yeah. I thought, wow, and yeah, pig's cheek. Yeah, very, jowl, cheek. Yeah, this, like, very nice. I'm just of, not pork the, knuckles. Yeah, I know. But the amount of meat, as an example, Childhood that you can get off a pig's head I was is really an surprised. extraordinary yes. amount of meat, yes. given that a pig's head will cost you $5. And it was so tender. Tender and delicious yep. and tasty. Yep. You've got very cheeks, nice. jowl, yep. Yep. ears, which you can make crispy or feed to your dog. Like, you know, yeah, there's, exactly. There is a whole heap of stuff in there, which, and I mean, like, I'm not against uh, grabbing a lobster and caviar. That's not, you know, but that's not viable or economical for everyone. And I always kind of think, let's not just discount those things because it creeps us out when we walk past a shopping trolley full of pig's heads. Exactly. Well, uh, it would creep me so, I know, Just so I everyone know knows, she's saying this with a nose turned up as though it's <laughs> just, like I'm like yeah okay for is a you. bit beneath me it's a little no no it's a little bit above my my uh, skill level of dealing with well it's a not shopping trolley really full. like no. if you think about okay so yeah a shopping I'm not saying go and buy a shopping no, trolley no. full of pig's head but if, if you buy a pig's head they'll you can make you know a really nice you can just do simply braise it mm. you know which is essentially what you do for the terrain but you braise it you pick all the meat off and yeah you okay so you're picking through a snout and a jaw and whatever else but realistically like if you get that out of your head and get to the end result you've got some beautiful that was it was really nice picked meat which you yeah. can toss through a pasta you can there's a myriad of things that you can do with it and if anyone's into like barbecue let me tell you you want to do talk about pulled pork that's where the best pulled pork comes from or where we are now, around the corner from 28 different types of Asian restaurants and takeaways, mm. in a little bow bun with some uh, chilli, lettuce, I'd be very happy. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Very simple. That was nice. But it's just getting people yeah. over the line of like the, the things like the heads and the oxtails mm. and all of that sort of stuff. Hence the whole lamb. It, it doesn't, you know, lamb's pretty easy to deal with yeah. because when you buy a whole lamb there's no head there's no gizzards no. or innards or anything like that so it's pretty but it'd be also good as we were talking about i think to then explain how you might treat the different cuts yeah you know we've talked about in before the primary cuts and secondary cuts and yeah. how a leg of lamb is a secondary cut oh, very good linda i do you were listen, surprised I by do. yourself then. i was <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long week, guys. Sort of a it's look, been a long... I'm looking... It was a, was am it a, I is okay? it a secondary cut? Am but I saying the right thing? Yes. It is, yes. It's but obviously, week. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But we how can, do they treat them? Because, yeah. you know, you can get the best out of the different cuts by treating them different ways and having different mixes of flavours and... Correct. ...cooking style, so... But, yeah, so the market's going to serve us and hopefully serve the people who use cooking with steam well because we'll do quite a bit of different stuff. It might not just be steam related. We might just do 
just some general day-to-day stuff, particularly buying things like fish, which you just don't... Well, I was going to bring up. I wasn't going to yeah. say what type of fish it was, but... Um, Didn't we talk about this last time? Did we? No. Oh, okay. We it's can talk about it. But the Patagonian toothfish... Very good. ...was fantastic, and you did that sous vide. Yes, I did. Well, we're going to dip into that a bit more heavily now. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah, so we'll Because it was so tender. Yeah, we'll start... I mean, that fish would be tender... Well, except to be honest with you, like, and I'm not being rude, but that fish would be tender if you cooked it. <laughs> <laughs> like I that's the. I was going to say I really want to see the sous vide technique because I'm not trusting yeah. my little oven and not, and me to do it again until I know. That's the. I mean, that, that fish was, is the wagyu beef of fish. But man, it was nice, and that uh, bed of goodies that you had it on, yeah, so little tasty. leek and onion and. Coconut sort of relish Coconut type thing. relish was just fantastic. So, but you see, that, like that's the good thing. I mean, we were saying talking about using cheaper cuts, but every now and again, splash out. Like that fish is uber expensive. Like that's eighty dollars a kilo. It's so one portion. You know, that was what yeah. one hundred and sixty gram portion. Yeah. You know, that's sort of like fifteen, eighteen dollars for that single portion. But but you could have it with any yeah white and, fish like and, that. any fleshy, flaky white fish. I would say. Yes, but the point of that dish was to not hide what that fish does, which is just be an absolute superstar. It's beautiful, that fish. Mm. Like, so, you know, being able to have access to go over there, walk around and just pick something out of the blue, maybe even something that I haven't cooked before, and just go, well, let's give this a go and see what happens. Yeah. Like, why not? So and that was, it was maybe a open up our ingredient portfolio a little bit more so we're not just exploring because i mean the trap you get caught into is like and you and i do the same thing is we go to the same fishmonger and quite often the same fishmonger will have very similar fish all the time it's only yeah sure seasonally it'll change and stuff like that but branch out a little bit and having the choice of let's say i would suggest maybe three very good fishmongers over there possibly four but three outstanding um you know and all the different butchers and a lot of the different butchers will carry different cuts yes as well yeah. you know because we've got sort of very multicultural market so different cuts will be sort of for different cultures and different mm. backgrounds um you know and there's we've still got our, our friends over there that do the wild game and yes you know there's all that sort of stuff to explore as well and so yeah we'll Bit on, and I still want to get into the Australian native bit as well. So we'll do that. So there's a bit to do. Well, now that we're back. But I just need someone else to do some of the heavy lifting. <coughs> I think he's referring to me, guys. But uh, well, as we've known, I could I could share with everybody my Rockling surprise, which was the first dish I cooked. Ah, yeah, yeah people have terrible. heard that. Yeah, I know. Which is why I don't go anywhere near talking about fish to most people. Yeah. Well, we might do, there you go. That's what we'll, when I get back, we will do some sous vide rockling. There you go. Okay. That's a really good candidate for sous vide, actually. Normally it's white, fleshy, really super tasty fish. Well, it doesn't fish. have to be not, Patagonian toothfish. No. But, but we will do some sous vide Not the way I rockling. cooked it that time. But no. we're moving on from there. Yeah. Not everyone goes for the sort of rubber thong texture. No. <laughs> Oh, that was bad. It hasn't been super popular in restaurants. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. But and um, when I say thong, I mean flipper. Flipper. No, flip flop. Flip flop. Whatever. Yeah. No. Or if you're in New Zealand, jandal. 
Are they? I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't it's know short that. for Japanese sandal. Oh, really? Oh, G- there you go. Jandal. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. that. But Jandal. And so now that we're coming up to the pointy end of our night and we're about to close up, turn the lights off, what are you doing for Easter? What's a little... As uh, little as possible. Cooking for your family? Uh, I'm trying to get away with not doing that, actually. So we're trying to pretend that we're... Camping. Sort of, no, we've, we've, you know, got other stuff on and da 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 and it's someone else's turn, basically, is what we're, we're working on the theory. So we might we will see some family, but, yeah, the cooking part, we might just handball that just for a bit of a rest. So tonight will be uh, pizza outside. Nice. It's quite a nice night. And the little fella's finished his first term of school, so yeah, it's a bit of a treat. Uh, and then... Yeah, I don't know. Not not a great deal. Just a bit of gardening, a bit of mowing. I might do some cooking. Can you not I'm break my kitchen? I'm just breaking the kitchen. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Gosh. It was um, built better. Anyway. <laughs> well, at least I've oh. built something and finished it. Hello. That's true. Um, That's true. But yeah, no, not not a not a great deal planned. I'll come back down to the market on the weekend once everyone settles down after realising that Good Friday is only a day where, only one day that things aren't open. It's like it's Armageddon. Yes, it is, isn't it? Everyone thinks it's the end of the world. It's one single day, so... And they have to feed an army. Yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, whatever. Uh, So, yeah, you? What are you doing? What's Dougie having? Roast pork? Um, (laughs) Well, no. I'm going to make a uh, red Thai curry. Oh, okay. There's one out of the blue. Yes. One of those ones that we like leftovers and have that sort of spread around. So making that and... Um, making your own curry base? What do you think, Paul? <laughs> I, would, I want to say yes, but I'm tipping it's a no. What do you actually no. think? Well, I take a little tin of masonry and I empty that into the fry pan and then I do add ginger, garlic and uh, cook it off a bit so that it does, for you know, past the opening of the tin, yeah. look like I could have made. Okay. With some ginger. So coming up soon grass. on the Cooking with Steam website will be a, <laughs> a uh, sort of Thai style curry. We will do that too. From scratch, but yes. that's but I do make that, and that's uh, that Maisie brand is very. Uh, no, I've never heard of it. It's a little tin. I'll okay. Share it. And very spicy. It's fantastic. Dougie and I do like it. Surely. And uh, I must admit, I don't know that I'll be making hot cross buns this year. I think this year is um, a sleepathon happening after the move and. Yeah. The stresses of dealing with builders and glaziers and gla- gla- what are they called? Or maybe I could pronounce what they did rather than making them sound like Well, I mean, bird. you could probably pronounce what they did if they actually did something. Oh, so true. I think you, the point of the story here is is they do have a purpose. We're not sure what we're that sure is. We're not sure. No. Just yet. But uh, I think it's just going to be relaxing and just staying low. Taking a chill pill. I think so. Because yeah. I don't think we've spent enough time at home. Well, I, I, you know how I feel about that. I actually liked it. Yeah. And now that in Australia, uh, poor old Queensland, although they're coming out of lockdown. And um, yeah. so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I did, yeah, the only thing on that is, is that we were only short 3.6 million of our targeted 4 million to be. Hey, hey. It's I've, only 3.6 million I've heard short. That over in New South Wales, they've actually vaccinated 624 people today. Okay, great. That's, we're yes. getting there. Yeah. 26 and a half million people to go. But 
We're getting there. I know. We're only 3.6 million short of our target. So that's pretty Look. good, I think. <laughs> it's excellent work by our they've only had They've only had a year and a half to plan or a year to plan. So, yeah, I know. you know. I mean, so we don't, we let's don't mean not to be, rush our let's, We don't need me to be negative, but, you know, we. you had one. I tell job. you what. It's kind of like our friends, builders. Yes. Fitters and shop fitters. Get the glass you had in, one job. Get the right glass and get it in. Yeah. So anyway. But uh, the rest of the world is under a bit of pre- pressure with all that. So good luck to them. Good luck. And uh, happy Easter. Happy Easter, Paul. Happy Easter to all of our um, our listeners and or happy holidays or whatever. Wh- whatever it is, we're yeah. just going to enjoy the break and celebrate being with family and friends in whichever way you do it. Take care, be safe, and happy cooking. Happy cooking. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in the modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.